Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. This Paddy's Day, we have lots of important news for you. The Taoiseach is isolating, Jussie Smollett is out of jail, Citigroup is stepping up, while Nazanin is finally home. It's Thursday, March 17th. Here's your News Fix. Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe and Anusha Ashouri arrived back on UK soil overnight after years being detained in Iran. As many media outlets reported, the pair were freed after an historic debt to Iran worth nearly £400 million was paid by the UK government. In the newsletter, we included a very helpful explainer from Ross Atkins about the geopolitics in all of this. In part of it, he says, quote, This debt reaches back to the 70s. Iran bought over a thousand tanks from the UK, but after the Iranian revolution in 1979, Britain refused to deliver them, and Iran has always maintained it was owed its money back. In terms of the latest lines on Ukraine, it has now been three weeks since Russia crossed the border and invaded Ukraine. A fourth Russian general has been killed in the fighting, according to President Zelensky. According to the Times, Ukraine's military claims 13,800 Russian soldiers have been either captured or killed. As BBC News pointed out, it is understood that roughly 20 generals were leading Russia's invasion, meaning that if true, one-fifth of Russia's generals have been killed in action. Meanwhile, reports of a Russian attack on a theatre sheltering civilians in Mariupol have emerged. Sky News reported more than a thousand people, including children, were sheltering there, with a death toll unknown at this point. A Channel 4 News report said Russian officials claim it was a military target. As you can see in our newsletter, Mariupol is in the southeast of the country. Also on Ukraine, President Biden reportedly called President Putin a war criminal for the first time. BBC News said the Kremlin responded by saying the comments were both unacceptable and unforgivable. And if you watch one thing today, please let it be the harrowing report on Ukraine by Channel 4 News. It takes a very stark look at the human toll and suffering in war and includes details of 10 people shot dead while queuing for bread. We should of course warn you it does contain blurred images of dead bodies, but we do feel it is a very, very important watch. Now in other stories this morning, an app used to help gay people return to nature, which was funded by the Malaysian government, has been taken down by Google Play. According to The Guardian, the app was first developed in 2016, but recently attracted attention when the country's Islamic Development Department tweeted about it. Actor Jussie Smollett has been released from jail pending appeal a few days after his sentence. Remember that the former Empire actor was sentenced to 150 days in jail after being found guilty of staging a hate crime in 2019. The actor has consistently maintained his innocence. Now in societal shifts, as mentioned earlier this week, Idaho has joined Texas in passing a ban on abortions after six weeks or once cardiac activity has been detected. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court looks set to uphold a Mississippi law banning abortion after 15 weeks, which is viewed as the most significant challenge to Roe v. Wade in 30 years. Okay, so what's the latest? Well, the Citigroup company has responded to the legal changes, telling staff they would be provided with travel benefits if they needed to have an abortion out of state. CNN reported the move includes plane tickets and hotel bookings. And lastly, today marks St. Patrick's Day. Ireland's Taoiseach Michal Martin flew to Washington DC earlier this week for the annual moment of bringing some shamrock into the White House. Unfortunately for him, news broke he has tested positive for coronavirus. RT News said Martin is feeling well, but the news was apparently delivered in dramatic fashion. The article said, quote, 
Speaker of the House of Representatives Nancy Pelosi was about to make an award to the Taoiseach, but instead Irish Ambassador Dan Mulhall stepped onto the stage and explained to the 700 guests that the Taoiseach had tested positive for COVID-19. That's today's fix. Have a great day.